Hello, Masters in the Making. I'm your host, Mike Miller, and I want to welcome you to Simple Self Mastery. Simple Self Mastery is a self-help podcast dedicated to giving you the best in health, wealth, love, happiness, and a little peace of mind five days a week. I'm excited and honored to introduce our guest today, Lindsay Phillips. Lindsay Phillips is a serial entrepreneur, self-professed organizational freak, client-appointed taskmaster plus project ninja and warrior content marketer for life and business coaches, accountants, and other online entrepreneurs across the globe. As a CEO and founder of Smooth Sailing Business Growth and Smooth Business Growth Podcast, 15 minutes of pure marketing strategies, prove and move the needle, she leads a rock star team to support entrepreneurs who are seeking fast-paced business growth, but finally have come to the realization that they can't do it alone, do it all, and do it well. Lindsay, I've given our listeners a peek at who you are, but anything you want to add to spice up that intro? Oh, to spice it up. Spice it um, up. <laughs> a lot of people don't realize I'm Canadian because most of my um, my team members and my clients are American, so they're always kind of amused by the fact that I'm Canadian. <laughs> and although they say Canadians are nice, I am giving – I was actually – one of my clients was bugging me yesterday because I was – I had my finger wagging at him. I'm like, you better do a webinar like you said you were going <laughs> to. <laughs> So I was a taskmaster last night in my late night meeting. <laughs> you, know, you have to do what you, you have to do. What you have to do. You know, <laughs> you know, you have to break the track. the Canadian stereotype. You have to get out there. <laughs> and so, Lindsay, I'm happy to have you on today. And you know, my first question is: where focus goes, energy flows. Like, where is your energy going right now in the work that you do? Where is it going right now? That's a good question. Um, you know what? My focus during the summer, uh, guiltily, my friend would just asked me about this last week. Um, I kind of focus on my family during the summer, to be quite honest. And I take extra time off. Obviously, my kids are home. So not that my head's not in the game, but sure. my focus is just on enjoying life. Canada winters are horrendous. <laughs> so it's like when we finally get summer, it's like, oh, it's so fantastic. And then I gear up again uh, in September like gangbusters. I have to focus again on my book because I know my business coach is wagging his finger at me. Mm-hmm. And I've got a couple of speaking gigs lined up in the fall. So yeah, focused on that. Right on. You know, that's that's awesome. And I can definitely feel that over here in New Jersey. You know, the summer's coming in finally. And everybody just wants to kind of relax a little bit, take, take a big sigh of relief. And uh, I know you mentioned the Canadian winters. I was in Montreal this winter, and that was the first experience I ever had. And it, wow, you guys are tough up there, <laughs> I must say. We are. <laughs> uh, we, we complain when it's like 60 degrees, but you guys, you guys tough it out. Um, so I was impressed. So, you know, Lindsay, you know, you work with businesses. You really focus on business growth. What do you really see stunts businesses and business leaders from growing and, and, and succeeding in their businesses? One of the biggest things I think is asking for help. It seems like a lot of entrepreneurs are, you know, they want to do it all on their own. They, you know, no one else can do it for them. Um, You know, and women are really bad for that too. And, you know, wearing multiple hats, but it's like, and sometimes people are afraid to grow a team and have that support around them and to delegate. And honestly, that is one of the biggest key points in able to scale and have more time for yourself so you can focus on your business and not do the day-to-day and really tap into those different people's expertise, right? It's like, you know, as a business owner, you don't have to understand Facebook ads. You just need to find someone that does and they can do it and optimize it for you. Not only is it going to cost you less in the long run, but you're going to get more bang for your buck. You're going to get higher results. Um, so definitely growing that team and seeking that support. 
Awesome. And, you know, and I was thinking about that earlier, actually, right before this call was, you know, you might not be the expert in the field you're working in, but you can find people to surround yourself with who totally. know the things you don't. And so for people listening, our masters in the making who are either just starting their business or, or trying to give it a little bit of a leg up and might not have the resources to necessarily hire other people. Is there anything they can do to really surround themselves with the right people? I definitely uh, highly believe in joining a mastermind, having a business coach, because you don't necessarily always have the answer, and sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees, you know what I mean? Um, and sometimes it just takes someone making a slightly different comment or asking a question like, well, what about this? And you're like, yeah, and it'll just open up the door to huge opportunities. Even Facebook groups, I've gotten, I, I'm involved in quite a few podcasting um, Facebook groups, and have gotten some great ideas it's just really interesting to see what other business owners are doing how they're marketing their business and it just opens up your horizons and exposes you to that many more strategies or different ways of doing things that can you know help you grow or or find new opportunities or new ways of um, making more business Sure. That's awesome. Masterminds, business coaches. I'm really trying to take a little bit uh, deeper dive into that myself. So that's really awesome. Mm. And, and so for you, Lindsay, you know, on your journey, we all start somewhere. Where was your moment of beginning? Like, when did you start off on this entrepreneurial journey that you're on now? I know my journey, I don't even know, six years ago, I, I lose track of time. I'm terrible at time frames. <laughs> but um, I I mean, I've had my own business in the past years ago um, when I lived out west and just life takes you on different journeys, but wanted to get back into the entrepreneurial sphere and was just simply working part time and I was only making like $11, $14 an hour. Um, and again, knew there was more out there, right? A bigger earning potential. I wanted to be home for the kids more, have flexibility in my work hours. And I started to work part-time um, for a virtual assistant and was kind of getting to know the online, you know, marketing, social media, what the possibilities were. I was doing some more networking, taking a couple of courses. And my eyes just opened up on what was available and I was burning the candles off both ends. I was working the part-time job. I was doing this, you know, on the side and uh, yeah, I was just burning out. Sure. <laughs> and eventually it was like, okay, uh, you know, you come to that fork in the road, right? And I quit my job and I just dove in. I got my first client and then a referral from that and it just kind of grew organically and I mean, making way more money than I ever thought I even would. Um, and just, yeah, having that flexibility and, and growing. Now I've got, like, you know, my husband is in the business with me. I've got a team of 10. Um, I, you know, I'm speaking, podcasting. I love it. That's awesome. I could hear the excitement and the enthusiasm in your voice. So that, that's really inspiring, you know. And so for people listening who are, were kind of in the same place that you were a few years back, who are at that, that kind of crossroads, of maybe having the part-time job and really having difficulty finding that balance. Is there a tip you can provide to them about that? One I would say is soak up the learning. There is so much out there in regards to online courses. Um, and again, different masterminds, different groups, and just soak up as much information as you can and follow what interests you. 
don't learn something just because you think you should, because um, it'll just, you'll absorb it that much better. And also surrounding yourself with people, as we were talking about earlier, with right. just even Facebook groups, you don't necessarily have to join a mastermind, but surrounding yourself with those people to network socially online. Um, I mean, connections are key in, in moving your business forward. And the other is just, I think having faith, right? Like as soon as you take an action, I think you need to have faith that it'll move forward, it'll be okay, and just don't look back. Um, anytime I've made a decision or said yes and move forward, it has always progressed. Not everything has been perfect or like gone my way perfectly, but it's, you know, sometimes it'll take a little while to be like, okay, that's why that happened. Sure. And then. But then you shift another way and there's always new opportunities. So I don't know, the more you say yes and the more action you take, I think the quicker everything will happen for you. I love that. Saying yes, having faith and just kind of going with it. And, you know, yeah. And that's what we were talking about a little bit in the pre-interview chat. You know, we're just going to we're just going to go with it and see where see where this takes us, <laughs> you know. And so, you know, on your journey, Lindsay, you know, you mentioned some cha challenges, some struggles for you. What was the one biggest challenge you faced or was it a culmination of things? It was a few things. I mean, I was doing really well um, when I started out. Like um, my, my business was actually a virtual assistance firm, and so I was kind of doing a little bit of everything. And there was a lot of things about it that I honestly was starting to hate. Um, I was hating doing anything sales related. Um, you know, managing emails, uh, managing schedulers. There were a lot of nitty gritty that I was just really frustrated with. with. I was kind of not happy with a few things and I was finding it hard even to manage my team in doing those tasks. It was harder for me to scale my business and um, I can't remember the where's or why's or how for's, but I basically started to say no. So I know I just finished telling you all to say yes to things, <laughs> <laughs> but it is also okay to say no to things. So I started to shift my business. I was doing really well with content marketing. I love the creative part of it. I love the ability to nurture and create relationships through content marketing. And I was creating a lot of successes for a number of my clients. So I decided to niche down and cut the, the typical VA stuff out of my business. I actually was turning business away if you can believe it um, but my show I just felt lighter I was happier um, I all of a sudden was getting a flood of clients um, because I niched down it was like the universe you know said thank you for making that decision sure. and yeah. gifted me with all these clients it was so fabulous but you know it it was it was a hard decision to do that gut feeling of like, I have to turn business away, but that goes against every grain I have in my body. Sure. But if you niche down, then you become the expert in that thing. And honestly doing the things that you love versus the things that you don't want to do, it makes a huge difference. Absolutely. And so people listening who are, are thinking about niching down and kind of going that route, like how do they go about doing that? How do you really niche down? I think is like, cut all those extraneous services that you sort of feel like are a la carte or aren't really fitting into your mold or simply that you just don't enjoy um, and cut those out first. And then for me, part of my struggle and my challenge in that process was what can I do or what services can I offer that allows me to create processes 
and teach my staff how to do things, have consistency so that I can scale it easily and onboard new clients with ease. And, and I'm, I'm not saying it was easy because it so wasn't. Like It was a sure. good few months of, you know, hell in trying to, you know, redo all those processes and really think about what my services and what my offerings were so that I could get really clear of what it was that we do. And, you know, again, creating all those processes and procedures so that you could scale your business. I mean, it was a ton of work up front, um, but it allowed me to make sure that it, things don't slip through the cracks. It allowed me to scale my business and bring on more clients faster. It allowed me to bring on more team members faster. And I don't know. I just felt clearer about the direction of my business. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because, you know, it's such an important thing. Every, every person I've, I've spoken to, every entrepreneur has said a similar thing. You have to really find that ideal customer and really niche down so you can really serve their needs. And then also, like, you're, like you do, is really find things you love to do and live in mm-hmm. alignment with that purpose, that flow. And, and then things just kind of come to you organically. Um, it's a beautiful it, thing. It's true. You know? And so, Lindsay, I want to switch gears a little bit here. Mm. Are you ready for what I like to call the moment of mastery where you can share tips resources and insights directly to our listeners you betcha baby all righty <laughs> what is one daily habit that contributes to your personal success i do not turn on my my team communicates with me with me a lot in the morning uh sorry on skype and i actually they yelled at me for not turning it on but i do not turn on skype for the first at least hour and a half and i don't want i don't take any calls i don't Nothing. I just focus on what my priority tasks are. Um, I try to find at least two or three days in a week where that focus is on my business, whether it's creating blogs, planning videos, you know, just working on my own stuff, but also, you know, clients, certain projects that I know have to get done. And then I kind of, okay, fine, you can all all communicate with me now. But (laughs) if I, I just need that time and that's where my brain is most creative and I'm sharper first thing in the morning so I just have to take advantage of that and avoid any distractions during those first couple hours yeah that creating that kind of space I found it to be such a a huge asset to have especially in the Uh, morning you know and so you know when you're when you're figuring out things to do for your business kind of do you have a to-do list or do you have just some things in mind that you have to get done how do you really go about doing that I am obsessed with Teamworks. Um, I mean, I love Basecamp as well, and there's Trello. There's tons of different project management tools, but I would be hooped if I didn't use a project management tool. Not only does it um, allow you to create projects, whether it's client-based or just project-based, but you really mark down, okay, here's what are all the tasks I need to, I don't know, let's say create this webinar or campaign or whatever it may be. And to other team members, all the communication is in there, all the documents. You can have templates for different projects so that you don't miss anything. And um, yeah, and then I know exactly, okay, boom, here are all my due dates, here are what I need to work on today. And that in my calendar, I, I mark up my red is like appointments, podcasts, green are revenue generating tasks, sales calls and stuff like that. Uh, I put things in yellow if there's like, okay, there's three tasks that I have to get done today no matter what. And I know Google will like alert me so I can't forget it. 
Um, so those two things kind of keep me on track. And that program you use is called Teamworks? Yeah, and it allows you to track time and export it to QuickBooks should you need to. Um, it, they're for really robust teams, but if you're a smaller organization or an entrepreneur with just like a couple of people on your team, Basecamp is amazing. There's lot. I mean, there's lots. There's Podio. There's um, PB Works. There's Trello if you're really visual. But I highly recommend having a project management tool of some kind. That's awesome. I'm gonna look into that for sure. Yeah. And so, Lindsay, what is one simple mindset shift our listeners can apply to how they think about business? Mindset shift. I always, like, I mean, there's a few different mindset things, but is believing in your abilities. I think when people waver, uh, you know, and compare themselves to other entrepreneurs, oh, I'm not as successful as them. Oh my gosh, look at them. They've done this. I haven't, you know, who am I to ask for this in my call to action? Um, you have to really believe in yourself and the value that you have in serving others. And then that way you come across more confidently. You feel better about yourself. You can ask for more money in whatever products and services you have. Um, and yeah, you just have to have that value, that belief in yourself to really, otherwise it'll just hold you back. Absolutely. No, I love that because, you know, a lot of people do compare themselves and you feel defeated. Easy to do. Yeah, yeah you know? I know. I, and I'm guilty of it too every now and then. You know, you you see people online and you're like, oh, how come they're doing this? And, oh, they got their book out already. I haven't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's like everyone, everyone's got their own journey. They've got their own struggles, their right. own, you know, uphill battles, their own strengths. And just focus on your goals, your actions, your results. Awesome. And so now we talked a little bit about mindset. Like what is one simple action our listeners can take right now, wherever they are, to jumpstart their own success? Is taking action. And honestly, put everything in your calendar. If there's – because people do this all the time, right? Oh, I know I need to write a weekly blog or, oh, I know I need to work on a new lead magnet. I'll do it at the end of the day when I'm gone through all my emails or I'll do it at the end of the week once this project's over. And then they just don't. You have to put it in your calendar. You have to schedule it in. Block off two hours where no one's allowed to touch you, call you, like anything. And and then get it done. And then you'll feel better and it'll even spur more action. But if you don't schedule it in your calendar, it's never going to get done. Absolutely. You know, I'm guilty of that myself. You have to really hold yeah. yourself accountable. I love that. That's super important. And Lindsay, like, what is the best advice now you've ever received? The best advice is to invest in invest in yourself, invest in your business. I remember um, I wanted to go to the um, social media marketing world. Yeah, that that event a number of years. I've always wanted to go. And then it was like, oh, my God, it's so much friggin money. <laughs> you know, there's the airplane and the whatever. And I'm like, no, like I'm going to make such great connections. I'm going to learn a ton. Um, just do it. And I did. And I was like, I didn't miss the money afterwards. You know what I mean? Sure, it, but yeah. it felt like such a huge thing. And even when I signed up for the mastermind program years ago, um, it, it just felt so scary. And then once I did, I mean, my business increased 
dramatically, even in the first six months, especially the first year of being a part of that mastermind. And I never looked back. So I'm like, oh, why didn't I do this sooner? So investing in yourself and in your business, you can never go wrong. Awesome. And what is one book you can recommend and why? There's a lot, a lot of books that I've read. Um, Talking More is a great one. Um, I can't remember the title right now, but the one that stands out the most is The 12-Week Year by Brian Moran. And I like how he, it's like everyone's like, oh, by the end of the year, I want to do this. By the end of the year, I want to do that. And then the thing never comes into fruition. Mm -hmm. So this makes you kind of look at things in a shorter time capsule. But what I really liked about it was you focused on your actions, not on the results. Because sometimes people like, oh, I haven't got there yet, or this hasn't been accomplished yet. So then they feel crappy about themselves and it's so demotivating. Whereas if you plan out, okay, here's what I'm gonna do every week for the next 12 weeks. Here's what I'm gonna do you know, every day, I'm gonna do X. And then when you do X or do those things every week, you feel good and congratulate yourself for doing that action. And then it like self perpetuates. And then naturally by the end of, you know, the time period, if you've done all those actions, boom, you've met your goal. So I like that you can congratulate yourself on taking those actions. They may feel really small, but if you map it out nicely enough, once you do all those little things, it all adds up and compiles. That's awesome. And what is that book called? 12 Weeks? The 12-Week Year. The 12-Week Year. I'm gonna, we're going to put a yeah. link to that in the show notes because that sounds yeah. super cool. It um, was really good. And it was in a language that you could like understand and relate it. And it, it to me, there were a few things in there that I'm like, mm, that's not going to happen. But, um, but for the most part, I was like, this makes sense. This is practical. I can do this. Yeah, that's super cool. Check that out for sure. And finally, Lindsay, you know, where's the best place – our listeners can go to learn more about you and what you do. Um, for sure. They can go to smoothbusinessgrowth.com. And on the homepage there, I've got a really great social media roadmap that they can download as well mm. on how to get more consistent with their social media so that they can attract more customers faster. Awesome. For sure. So thank you, Lindsay. Masters the Making. Go check out Lindsay's site and go check out simpleselfmastery.com. Type in Lindsay's name in the search bar and it'll shoot you over to the show notes page of today's podcast for links, resources, timestamps, and all that fun stuff. Lindsay, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with all of us here at Simple Self Mastery. You mastered the mic to a ton of value. Thank <laughs> you, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Mike. If you enjoyed today's episode of Simple Self Mastery, please show your support by subscribing, leave a five-star rating, and a review. It is my honor and privilege to provide you with high-value, free content five days a week, and I'd be humbled by your support. Keep learning, keep listening, and keep working towards your own personal self-mastery. Thanks, and we'll catch you later.